and welcome to Classroom Crush. It's me, Rebecca, and it's a podcast about childhood crushes, and hopefully you know that by now. If you don't, that's fine. It's okay. Welcome. Last week, I had Phil Matteries on the podcast, and he sabotaged it, because have you ever heard that boys like hate being sincere, and when you like, ask oh, them yeah. to be sincere, they're like, eh, but what if I did so many jokes? Oh my God. Yes, I understand it. He's lucky he's like charming and funny because I would have been so mad. You know a man that's funny? That's really fascinating. I've never heard of that. I'm sick. (laughs) I have a disease. (laughs) I just I feel like it's so it's so sad for me that I just love boys. You know what I mean? It's it's really unfortunate. It's really fucking tragic. I mean, like, I'm pansexual and I'm still like engaged to a man and it is the greatest shame of my life. Don't know how that's the thing. I mean, there are just so many beautiful people out there and yet when I see a boy, I'm like, What about that one? (laughs) When I talk to a boy, I have a crush right now. Uh we call him Hot Barista. If he's listening, hey, what's up? (laughs) Um and he's it's just like one of those things that I'm like, okay, well, he's also like my only crush right now. So I'm like going crazy with that. I've know? noticed that like crush culture is a big thing. I notice this a lot in like media, Twitter, a lot, like a lot mm-hmm. of other writers I know are very into crush culture, which is, which is interesting because like I've been pretty monogamous since I left high school, like since. And we'll get into it. I'm um, sure. So like I've been pretty monogamous, so I've always been pretty okay with like finding somebody to be with. Sometimes they're terrible, but like finding someone's never been an issue but finding like steady work that's my issue and then I watch all these people that like write for these amazing magazines and they're talking about like having a crush that they can't talk to and I'm just like excuse me bitch like (laughs) you make 80k a year you can't talk to this man don't don't talk to me like you have problems like I just can't I can't believe it I would switch like if I was like a like columnist for Vanity Fair I'd switch that for being engaged like I love my fiance but I would but (laughs) I mean it's priorities like we were just talking about how I'm like so close to quitting my job and just like really going loco and being like I have no money but (laughs) it's fine I'm really close to doing it anyways maybe she'll help me not do that probably not I think I'm gonna do it either way this is a weird way to start introing you no it's great no I I like this I feel like we both deserve very good jobs is what I'm saying oh yeah definitely and if you want to hire this beautiful person, you're hearing her voice. You're like, oh my God, I know. Okay. Uh, she is the co-host of the Bad Romance podcast. She is a film critique. And that's how you say it. Rotten Tomatoes she, approved. Exactly. She's a stand-up comedian. Some She did a show. Now she's like, why did I do that show? I, I didn't feel like it. I used to um, host, book, and do comedy. And um, I did I did it all. I did the posters and everything. For we love a, a multi-hyphenate, <laughs> you know? For a monthly show for about two years called Madams of the Universe, which is a feminist show where I do not book cisgender men because they're not funny and I don't want to see them. And that's beautiful. <laughs> and honestly the city appreciates it because what do we have too many of boy comedians way way too many way too many and 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 you can thank her by following her on twitter i don't know why i'm doing it right now that's a plug <laughs> yeah and you just know her name and her name is jordan searles searles hey. i said it right yes Searle? you got it yeah. i feel like i'm when i say searles it sounds like i'm saying 
Bones, which is what people say my last name is, but it's Bones. You know what I mean? Bones. How do people say your last name? Oh my God. They say Searless a lot, which is really irritating. I used to have my Twitter name. I used to put it as like Judy Squirrels. So Mm, like to give people an idea of how my name sounds, but then people just started sending me emails like sent to Judy Squirrels. And it's like, no, it's actually Jordan Searles. (laughs) It's a joke, but you know. It would be great, like a, a like a great drag name though, or something. Oh, yeah. Great alter ego, Judy, Judy Squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah, that's good. That's I like my superhero it. name. And this year, 2019, everyone's gonna know how to say our names, and everyone's gonna hire us. Yes, <laughs> I would love that. So, are you ready to talk about your crush? Did, did I say that that's what my podcast is? We're talking about childhood crushes. Yes, yes childhood crushes. All of mine were terrible, but and yes, you, I'm ready to talk. And about you're it. talking about like crush culture feel like the podcast should be famous right now i'm like hello it should be iTunes. because crush culture is big right now like yes. thir- like thirst aid kit was a big deal and i think that yeah. that's also part of crush culture and the thing is is like i just don't know how i mean i hope i'm going into like my second like two and a half years or something of it yeah. soon and i'm just like can i still be considered new and noteworthy i know itunes has made podcasts new and noteworthy that have truly been podcasts for like two years so I'm still holding out hope you know I think you can but I'm also just like I'm tired (laughs) much like you were tired tired. by not getting paid for the show you did (laughs) I'm also tired for doing this for free it's fine I'm not giving up my I mean most entertainment is done for free unfortunately because people think that anyone can be an entertainer that's why open mics are hell because there are so many people that don't actually take it seriously And, and it's actually a service to mankind that I have I, I do not do open mics. I have never done an open mic and that's a service and you're fucking welcome. It's so brave. Oh my God, it's raining. Sorry. Oh my God. The rain just started falling very dramatically. Oh, I love it. Do you love a summer rain? Sure. As sure. long as there isn't like the, the humidity, like some of yeah. this rain in New York, like as somebody from Georgia, I just, mm. the, the rain in Georgia is just way more refreshing than the rain up here. Yeah. Are you, did you, did you grow, so you grew up in, in Georgia yeah, I moved here for graduate school, so I've been here Love for maybe that. five years, but I, w- I spent like my first 22 years in Georgia. All right, let's get into Georgia, 22 years of life. Where are we starting for your formative crushes? Uh, when I was in preschool, I was in love with a boy named Brian Davis. He was blonde <laughs> and very sweet. He um, sounds like a Brian Davis. Yeah, I was into him, but, um, I also, it was, it was a thing where like, there was a boy that liked me named Brandon and I didn't really like Brandon, but I liked the attention. So I kind of was like Ooh. trying to like juggle both of them. Okay. I barely remember them, but I have looked at pictures of me in preschool and they're in a lot of them (laughs) that's so i love an early memory you know like an early early like truly this is the beginning i love knowing that you like the attention (laughs) oh yeah no i loved it i loved attention like i would go to camp and Mm. i would just i didn't even really go to camp to find a boyfriend i just came for like validation from boys like there was one dance that i went to at camp where i think i was like 10 or 11 and i just Two boys asked me, so I brought both of them because I was just like, why should I choose? Oh my God. (laughs) Good for you. That's like my, that was my dream that never happened to me. A, I wanted to go to camp. 
they didn't really go to like a camp, like a real camp, you know? I went to blind camp because I'm visually impaired. So I was, I was a real hit in blind camp. What do you, what happens in blind camp? What's, what is the, well, nobody expects activities. Us, well, nobody expects us to do, I mean, we don't do anything special. It's just that we get to do camp stuff, but we have like specialists that are actually there to help special needs and disabled kids so that we yeah. just get a little bit of extra care, but we do a lot of the same shit. Um, but it's cl- not like sleep awake. Is it? Uh, no, it was camp? sleep away camp. Yeah. See, that's the you have thing. to be like specially trained to do um sleepaway camp for disabled kids, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even think I'm qualified and I am disabled. <laughs> like, <laughs> like do you have any just do you want to be a camp counselor? I, I kind of want to like relive the glory for like one yeah. summer and then never do it again. I feel like that's everyone's take on camp is like, oh God, there's absolutely nothing better than it than than, than it, a sleepaway camp. A, it was a good experience. Like I came, I brought all of my Betty and Veronica's and Betty and Veronica spectaculars because I was big on those comics. Love it. And it made me really popular with all the girls. And it was before I really knew that I liked girls. So I yeah. mean I kind of flirted with girls, but I would um I would basically just like you know, give them things and like tell them about movies that they didn't get to see because their parents wouldn't let them. Because I had yeah. cable, so I got to watch any movie that I wanted. So you have it all. You've got the comics. You got the cable. <laughs> yeah, and I. Was, How old were you? Like when I, you, I went to I went to camp for the the summer that I was ten and the summer that I was eleven. Okay. And I remember the summer that I was eleven, I got in trouble for basically like. I, I basically created an environment for all of us to like flirt and hook up with each other. And like, okay. <laughs> they did okay, not want wait. me to do that. Wait, how? Okay. I just like, I just had like, you know, I, I brought some girls together and I was like, Hey, let's just go into the boys like <laughs> cabins. Like, let's just go. Like no one's looking right now. And I just oh, like, my God. I just like incited this whole like incident where like <laughs> I was, I was considered a troublemaker, me and a girl that I was really close with. I think her name was Imani. And so like, we had to be separated <laughs> Oh my <laughs> because God. we, cause like, I was like, no, I'm coming. I'm coming for the boys and everybody <laughs> else for the boys. And it's like, everybody else is like, Oh, you want to see, boy like we're gonna go and then we would read betty and veronica and i was just like see you just like you know just wear something cute just flirt like be like betty and veronica we're gonna go and find the boys oh my god (laughs) that's amazing so you're like horny i know i have been horny my entire (laughs) life like i was just very yeah (laughs) and which was like really terrible because like i didn't really get a lot of play like in in middle school and high school which mm-hmm. is like when you it's know peak. when like everything is going down so i just like wrote a lot of like erotica at home yes like, are you doing is it like fanfic or is it just like general um well it started as like like related to like b2k and okay <laughs> and then it kind of like branched out and what are like can i do you do you remember anything specific about these oh my these god. beautiful pieces oh my god i was just right like a lot about like uh star-crossed lovers it's like they're from like different gangs or something <laughs> you gotta have the romeo juliet kind of montague's cabulet narrative <laughs> and you know it just had like a lot of stuff about like uh like you know like scrappy women and who you know come into like this like community and like everyone's kind of like rich and privileged and speaking in a language that like she doesn't really understand and she's just like i'm gonna i'm gonna come in here and i'm like gonna be poor but i'm gonna like charm everybody <laughs> you have to love an underdog story <laughs> 
Um, it's, you know, one of my biggest, like, um, sad crushes was that, um, in middle school, I was in love with, like, a blonde skater boy named Alec Corbett. Okay, so, great name. Second of all, is this, is this, like, an ongoing type for you, like, blonde American boy? It it was my thing in middle school. For some reason, I was obsessed. Like, I blame, I think I blame My Girl 2. Absolutely. I, My Girl 2, for some reason, got, like, the first My Girl, I was, like, Macaulay Cook and whatever. But My Girl 2 (laughs) would just, like... Just like the little, the shitty kid, Austin O'Brien with the <laughs> jeans. And like, you can tell that he's like, probably like secretly smoked cigarettes. I was so into that. That's really cool. Yeah. So whenever I met that type in school, I was like super into it. And Alec Corbett, he was just like, he just had like long blonde hair the embodiment. and he was like nice. And he was like skinny and tall and wow. like, and I was like, oh. But she's not going to be. Oh, you know what? I was worried that he wasn't into black girls, which like the saddest thing about that Mm -hmm. is that he ended up dating my friend Amisha. And I was like, wait a second. So I thought change everything. Well, because like I was like, okay, we can't be together because he doesn't like black girls. And then he dates like my my best (laughs) friend who's like, you know, a beautiful black girl like she was. And I was like, I can't. I was like mad. But she was also one of the nicest people. So I just Mm. like spent a lot of time just like screaming in the closet, like listening to fall out boy and just yes. like <laughs> freaking out and we'll get into fallout boy for sure so but like that's did you did that happen to you often like come when like did, was it a jealousy thing or well like it, it was a thing where it turned out that like a lot of the boys that i like ended up liking my best friends yeah and so first mm-hmm. i was jealous of my best friends and then i realized that i was kind of into women so i was like well maybe you know, I think I'm I, like, there were times when I realized, oh, maybe I'm more into Amisha than I am into Alec now. Like time would pass and I'd be like, mm. but huh. then of course I didn't really know what to do with those feelings because I was in Georgia and I was like yeah. raised conservative. Yeah. So I would just like have a lot of beautiful girlfriends and not flirt with them at all, but just kind of like spend a lot of time thinking about them. <laughs> did it, did, did it manifest like was it like, oh, well, I get why that guy has a crush on her. You oh, know? yeah. Is yeah. Because valid? I was like, yeah. it's like, I can't be mad. Like, I was never like, he chose her instead of me. I was always yeah. just like, no, but well, I course. get it. But she's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I was more like mad at myself. Like, I never was a very, like, vindictive person in that way. Because I want everybody to find love. And I was very open about that. Yeah. That's such a funny way of, like figuring things out about yourself, you know, is like, because I, I feel like I have such terrible associations with my female friends getting the guy that I want, you know, just cause like comparatively and there, well, a lot of the time it was because they're like skinny white girl type, you know, like just yeah. absolutely the opposite of what I am. So I'm like, okay, so that guy's never going to be into me, you know? Yeah. So I just like, like all of the associations in my head are just like, I'm shit, you know, it just all becomes about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I've been, I don't really like euphoria, but a great thing that the new show euphoria does is this character of cat. I don't know. Have you watched it? I haven't. I'm like, she's like probably going to have a day. She's like a, you know, she's like a thick girl, which like I've, I've always been, well, I was like skinny for a while. And then sometime around like age nine, I don't know what happened. I got boobs and then like everything else got bigger. Puberty happened. Um, so like she's just like this kind of like chubby girl she's still like incredibly beautiful and like in real life she's she's played by a plus size model so it's also just like she's gorgeous (laughs) yeah but like um boys boys don't like her so she like started writing a lot of fan fiction and like 
Now she's at a point where she realizes that there is a market for her body on the internet. Ah. And so she's like doing like camming and stuff, which like, like, of course, like scares me because this is a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also <laughs> like the good and the bad. There's like a way like that she's like harnessing her sexuality that I kind of wish that I did because like I was always very confident mm-hmm. about my body. Like I didn't hate my body or anything, but I felt like I had this idea that like people like past like my super confident years, which was up until like age 12, up until age 12, okay. like I was a Mac. Yeah. And then like somewhere like 12, 13, I got like, oh, okay, well I'm really, really horny, but no <laughs> one's going to have sex with me. And so I'm like, okay, well I'll just like write a lot of like fan fiction and erotic stories and just to go somewhere and just wait until college. <laughs> oh my, I mean, at least that's like, I don't know. I feel like that horniness affects people in such different ways where it's like, you know, some people like then flaunt their sexuality in like such an extreme way that's like not necessarily healthy, but you know what I mean? Like expressing it in different ways. And I, I mean, I wish I wrote fucking erotica. I mean, it really like got like a lot of like, cause like, you know, when I started masturbating, I was like, wow cool like a whole new world just did you watch porn when you were younger um no i would like masturbate to like well my own writing which i've always (laughs) i've always loved that my own writing can make me come that's i mean that's very like that's like high level shit you know (laughs) well because like i knew what i wanted in my head yeah and porn didn't necessarily do it for me so i just wrote it myself and i did that for the like that helped me like helped me that kept me going for years um and i also like would get turned on by like the sex scenes in horror movies Oh my god, I can't really horror too scary for me. Oh my too god, scary. I, I love horror movies, but um, yeah, I had a lot of like I'm trying to think because all of my crushes were weird, and it was like depending on what my mood is. Like if I was like feeling a little dangerous, I'd like a kind of like <laughs> I'd kind of like you know a kind of like dangerous kind of boy. I think I had a thing for a guy named Gerald for a while. <laughs> and, That's like, really dangerous. And, Ge- and Gerald boy. was like. <laughs> Gerald was like a you know bad boy like like sagging pants and all that he was mean to me but it was like he was giving me attention so I was like he's mean Mm. to me for a reason like what's up he cares enough to be mean to me yeah Yeah. I mean I think a lot of like because I was a bigger girl and because also I was a nerd like I was the person I like I like created the curve people hated me for that (laughs) um Like I yeah. like especially in literature class because I loved to read and I loved to write. So whenever anyone had an English class with me, they were just like, "Fuck, oh, fuck!" <laughs> You're really making it difficult by being too smart. I, I was too smart. I had yeah. gla- I had glasses, yeah. um, you know, and I was also just like disabled. Which honestly. Um, <laughs> I always felt the need to compensate for being disabled by being like so slutty like i was just oh like god like no you don't have to do anything extra for me like i really just want oh my god but we, well i mean you but you were horny though that was like a part of, were, you, oh, were yeah. you like horny in just like a sexual way or were you like i want a boyfriend were you like a romantic I in that i did way? want a boyfriend i you know what i had i had a lot of like um 
guys who like didn't really want to date me in school but they would like call me every night and like talk to me about their feelings like Mm -hmm. there was so much of like like they're just telling me about like their dad and like feeling pressure in school and they would just like open up so much and I was like a really good listener and you're like I'm so important oh my god but then like and it and but then like at school like they'd just be like oh who's that bitch (laughs) that that's awful that that's happened to me a lot with like like the charismatic like bad boy popular guys you know like brennan sullivan um i used to just say brennan and now i just say his full name because i feel like i feel like he needs to find out about this podcast at some point oh my god um but yeah he was like oh i'm mean and stuff and rebecca he'd like call me like when i had when i straightened my hair and had glasses and braces called me like ugly betty and shit like that but i'm like i know your parents fight and that makes you sad <laughs> and and then in, of course because I'm like a little fixer like sad sad girl I'm like you know it's it's he's he's only mean because he's just going through a lot and like I can be there for him you know yeah I was definitely that like did you want to rehabilitate the bad boy oh yeah of course like oh my one time so I only had one boyfriend in high school and it turned out that he well like you know he would do the whole phone thing he would call me all the time like we'd be on the phone forever and it was just like a thing but he was also like so he was like a bigger dude and I felt like he felt the need to like overcompensate for that by just like trying to be really, really hard and really, really mean, even though like mm. he played football and stuff like so it was way easier for like bigger guys to be like accepted as like popular and worth dating mm-hmm. than I think. But he, I don't know, he like was like right on the cusp of popularity. And because of that, he would be such a little bitch. So we, <laughs> and um, it's two people, are you, do you feel that you're still at this point overcompensating a little bit? Like, I was overcompensating. So too, two definitely. people overcompensating. Definitely. Like, good so, combo. Like, so I thought that we were together and like, he would take me out and stuff. And basically I found out that, um, he actually had a steady girlfriend that everyone knew about except me. Oh no. And I was like. <laughs> the slut which was which was really weird like just because and what's weird is that like nobody believed me when i said i have no idea who this girl is and i've never heard of her no so they thought that you were just like intentionally being like his side chick yeah that i was like trying to like ruin his relationship and i was like no he's trying to ruin his own relationship was this like a smaller school or was it like a big school it's a pretty big school okay (laughs) and it was just like this whole like drama thing where like i was like like I was like my thought was if I'm gonna get in trouble for being slutty let me at least have sex like and it was just like I didn't so it was just like people were mad at me for being a slut and I hadn't done anything <laughs> and I was just like well it's can like somebody, fucking easy a <laughs> like can somebody have sex with me so that this means something wait a minute are you are you Emma Stone in easy a is that what's happening <laughs> yeah like I just like I desperately wanted to have sex in high school and i also would write some of my erotica like in school like where people could see it like i was very open like i wasn't scared about anybody i wanted people to find out and they just i used to pass around my stories in class and like just like hope that some like boy would find it (laughs) like and i assume you did not have have high uh have high school sex sex in high school no i like the first time i had any sexual experience was like right at my senior trip like right after i had graduated were you, were you like, I mean, were, did you expect to like have sex with your boyfriend in high school? Did you think like that was hap- going to happen or like I wanted to have it? sex with him, but I didn't really think it was going to happen. No. Cause like, 
I don't, I, I could never figure out, like, I was too much of a dork. I could never figure out where everyone was having this sex. Like, I was like, <laughs> where is it going How does on? does facilitate it? Well, because, like, I, my mom was a nurse, so my house was empty mm-hmm. a lot. So I was like, yeah, maybe if somebody... <laughs> Like, there were so many opportunities, but I don't know how these other people did, because, like, a lot of them were, like, rich and, like, had stay-at-home moms, and I was just like, how? Where? Yeah. Like, is there, like, a secret cabin in the (laughs) world? Can someone please tell me so I can show up there? No, but I didn't lose my virginity until, like, I was, like, 19 in college. Yeah. Well, I mean... Did you think, like, was it a thing, like, you just wanted it to get it over with? I wanted, I didn't just want it to get it. Like, I wanted to fucking get in there. Like, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know about different positions. I wanted yeah. to know about pleasure. I wanted to know about, like, I wanted to get a jump start on it. Because I was yes. so fascinated, like, scientifically and, you know, in terms of arousal. Yeah. I mean, I was... I used to say when I was <laughs> when I was like in early high school, particularly when you're like talking about this shit like very performatively, I was like, yeah, by the time I get to a fucking college, I want to be like a go- a sex goddess. I was like, I want to be so good <laughs> at fucking when I go to college. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't I didn't even do college, so I didn't even like have that crazy shit. But like it's this weird thing where I yeah, like did you have that thing of like, you wanted to be good at it? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to be good and I wanted to have a good time. But it was like a lot of it's like, it was Georgia. That was a lot of it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like, I don't know, like. Like repression kind of shit. There's a lot of repression. There's a lot of Christianity. There's a lot like of like racial stuff. Like we all went to school together, but there was like a lot of it with this like understood idea that like only certain people dated certain other people. Like, yeah. so whenever I had a crush on like someone white or something, it seemed like strange like Mm -hmm. it wasn't gonna happen like i had a crush like when i was six uh it was like first grade and i think second grade i really loved this boy named kyle olsen who i think is like (laughs) married now um and it was so weird because i like i never said anything about it i was just like it was just a person that i just like secretly like held a torch for for many years yeah and then like there was like a big drama near the end like close to close to graduation and like there's just this guy that was being really shitty to me and I remember Kyle coming up to me and it was just like you know I spoke to the other guys like on the baseball team and like we kind of want to beat this guy's ass oh my god and it was like the sexiest thing that anyone had ever said to me and I was like I didn't even know that he was still thinking about me in that time and I was like for a second I was like oh my god what if (laughs) did it make you be like oh what if if I had done something something with Kyle Olsen yeah that's so hot I love when boys do violence (laughs) I really do no because like it and it was a weird thing because like a lot of like because you know there was a lot of like racial lines in my school but a lot of like a bunch of the like black guys in school decided that what happened to me was my fault and then the white guys were the ones that were like super indignant and I was just like what happened oh I got punched in the face by a guy what the fuck (laughs) in high school in like what grade I don't even remember what grade I don't remember if it was like it was like either high school or like the end of middle school and it was like a thing where what the fuck (laughs) this is terrible it was really it was a really weird situation where a lot of people decided that it was my fault (laughs) how how did they decide do you you don't have to tell this story but I'm like 
um, kind of over here losing my mind because this is the most awful thing I've ever heard. No, it's no, it's really terrible. No, it was just like a thing where like he was like this guy was like bullying me, so I would bully him back, and then like, <laughs> and then like one day he just like punched me in the face, and then like us because and it's oh a very God. like southern kind of like down home idea where it's like you know you don't you don't hit a man because like when you hit a man you know the You're man gonna is gonna hit, hit back. you back, but like there was nothing that I didn't cause any actual damage to him. Like I was yeah. just like he would just like hang out in front of my locker with his boys and he like wouldn't move and i'd be like late to class and i was just tired of the shit yeah (laughs) and it was just that's that is disgusting (laughs) honestly that is fucking awful it really yeah it was a it was a weird it was a weird thing well it kind of like depends on like how you were growing up like there's this idea that like it was very prevalent. Like if you're a woman, like you have to be like a very like certain way, which is also probably part of the reason why I was like a, like secretly horny all the time because mm-hmm. I desperately did not want to be that. But kind of just like more conservative, more like yeah. quiet. Yeah. And, and I just like, I didn't or like be like traditionally feminine, which I'm yeah. not. And like, it took a couple of years for me to realize, Oh yeah, I'm just not traditionally feminine. And like, that's, perfectly fine did that manifest in like you just being like i just don't give a shit you know was that your like vibe yeah i mean i did not i was i was i did not give a shit and by the end of high school i was also like really mean but everybody kind of deserved it so (laughs) i'm not sorry yeah i mean you got punched in the face i feel like (laughs) you're fucking allowed Uh, (laughs) did you ever did you like allow yourself to ever like really wallow over a crush like did do you remember a crush that really like made you you um, like deep in yourself sad wow. or was it just like um let me think about that uh i kind of like had like this like open thirst for a lot of boys so it was just like you know there were was- they like proactive though were you like actively trying to get that shit done <laughs> <laughs> i was so bad at it i was i was so i was just like very polite i was just like i don't know like offered to like help with homework and stuff like that like, okay was real shit i'm getting it so you're like i don't give a shit fuck you and then you like a boy and you're like i'm actually very nice <laughs> is that it <laughs> yeah i'm trying yeah. to think if there was one. Oh, um Ooh. it was probably david yeah who's david, david? When David, um, I was in um, JRTC, which is like mm-hmm. the, the military thing where you yeah. have to stand in formation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I was 17, so it was like close 16, 17, Wild. close to like the end of school. Yeah. And um, David was just like, you know, he looked really hot in his uniform. <laughs> I, you know, he looked really good in formation. He was also like higher ranking than me. Cool. Do we like authority? Is that a thing? Power. Yes. We love a power dynamic. I do. I do. I do. And he, um, I was just like, I was really into him, but he would just like date. He dated like all of my friends in ROTC around me and not me, but he would hang out with me all the time and tell me about like his feelings and stuff like that. And we would like you know talk about things like i remember very specifically like because i got good grades so um guidance counselors and teachers and stuff were really supportive of me and they Mm -hmm. weren't of him because and he felt like it was because like he was a black man and he felt like oh well you you know you're like the good black and like people like you and you make all the good grades and like there's me over here where like i'm kind of like seen as somebody that doesn't have a lot of potential and i was like there for him and like supportive to him and i really like you know like wanted 
him a yeah, lot. Yeah. And like, he was like my pal. And I really was into, and I was very sad. Like every single time he got a new, cause he just like fucked around with everybody around except you. me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like everyone in my orbit. And then he just ended up like, um, getting a girl pregnant. <laughs> And so that just became like his, it just became his life. He just like became yeah. a dad. And I was like, oh, and you know, it kind of broke my heart. Cause I was like, what if we had gone to college together and like, and then, you know, you know, like yeah. learned a bunch of things yeah. or maybe you found like, you find like you'd have a passion for something. Is that something you're interested in? Like being on like the, someone's journey with them or whatever. That's something that I was really interested in when I was younger. Yeah. yeah it's just like, I want to see you grow. I want to see you embrace like my first, like my college, both of my college boyfriends were just like, you know, I just want to see you just like blossom out into the world. And I want to see you like dress better. Well, that absolutely. I'm still just like waiting for someone to pay me to like fucking dress boys. Like, cause sometimes I'll see someone and I'm like, Oh, you know, I can tell that this person's hot, but it like, cause I just did a makeover in my head and they're so fucking hot right now in my head. Anyways. Um, do you feel like maternal? I feel like that's a very maternal thing. Yeah, I feel, well, I'm a cancer and I feel like I move in the world. Tell me about it. I don't know about it. I move in the world like a cancer where I'm just like, I just want to take care of everyone and like Mm -hmm. make sure that everyone's okay, which is weird because I'm also especially during that time I was really angry so that was like a very weird fluctuation like I was like an anime character just like very high emotions Mm. um but no I mean I was just like instead of I was never really into like the kind of like picturesque like super symmetrical kind of guy I was into a project I was very into a project like let's see like let's see what we can do like what if I introduce him to this book will he read it (laughs) yeah That's the hottest thing in the world is like uh, my current like little crush boy. Uh, I told him to watch Succession and he did. Oh my God. And I'm like, that's so hot that you watch Succession. Thank you. <laughs> the only thing that's important to me anymore is Succession on HBO coming back August 11th, I season need, two. I need to see this. People are very into this show and it's I have not fucking, watched it. It's the best show. I mean, am I happy that it's like the whitest show on TV and it's my favorite show? No, <laughs> but it is. It's so it, fucking it, good. It could be that way sometimes It though. does, it does but um no I was absolutely the same I was for sure a fixer like and I still am and I know I shouldn't be because I'm like no sometimes boys are just trash <laughs> and like, yeah no I mean there's, there's nothing I can do about that's it that's something I have to learn like I'm I'm engaged right now and so I'm you know congratulations um, thanks <laughs> that's I wild I love having people who are engaged or like married on the show it's my favorite thing it's been a while since I've had an engaged you are an yeah, engaged. Yes, I'm engaged. <laughs> You're in I, I live with I live with my partner. Um, his name is Kyle. Actually, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's like been really it's been really weird because like since I've, when have when did you get engaged? Um, like pretty recently, like a couple of months ago. Oh we've, my god, shit! We, we've been together for like uh, almost three years. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, it, it's really interesting because like after like school and like. Um, my crush is not working out and then coming into the world like and I was also in graduate school so I was in school for like much you're longer. being smart yeah um but like when I was in school uh like when I broke up with like my first boyfriend in college I just mm-hmm. kind of started just like fucking everybody <laughs> listen you're fulfilling your high school dream and that was like my journey for such a long time and like it's like now I'm engaged and I'm like looking back at all the sex and I'm just like hmm 
I don't know. I feel like I could have had more. Uh, really? <laughs> no, I mean, I had a lot, but I still yeah. kind of feel like, and I only like, I've had sex with like three women in my life. And I feel like that number should be way higher. Also. I mean, I think, well, there's still time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's still time. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Everyone's wild. Everyone. It's 2019. Everyone's wild. Everyone. Wild. Everyone is wild and very. Everyone's like a more like open sexually. Yeah. And stuff and you know. And who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Who even knows? I'm not going to project <laughs> things onto your engagement. Oh, no, no. No. Like, like it's fine. Kyle's a sport. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Did you feel like? Um, was there a similar, so was like bad boy kind of thing, the the main trend in your like adolescence yes. crush wise? Yeah, I think so. And then like when I started comedy, I had another adolescence where I was just like fucking like bad boy comedians. Bad comedy boys. Yeah. And it was like, not only were they like bad people, but they were also bad at comedy, which is why Love they're it. not. Well, at least you know that you're funnier than I them. I don't know. It's like, I don't run into them at shows or mics anymore because they're not funny and they've been phased out. Great. great. Love that. Um, like, oh, how sweet. He's up there trying. But yeah, when I met Kyle, I was very, I was making a very conscious decision to pick someone who was not trash. Yeah. Yeah. And what is, what is not trash about Kyle? <laughs> what are the most not trash things about him? One of the most not trash things about Kyle, um, he cooks me dinner. Oh, I've been thinking about that lately because I'm so bad at cooking or I'm uncreative. I'm like, someone cook for me. So. He's like, he's also just like very attentive sexually. Like, how's this going for you? Do you like this? Like, Sick. are you into this? Like, Sick. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a very like reliable, you know, thoughtful person. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm jealous. I want one. Kyle, do you have a brother? No. <laughs> he actually does, but he lives in North Carolina. Ugh, I'm not going. <laughs> I, I just can't do it. I just can't go to North Carolina today. <laughs> it's just not my vibe. Um, were the women you had, like, when did you realize you had a crush on women? Um, I realized it when I was 12. Um, I okay. didn't, I didn't. Like, actually realized it? You think? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, but I mean, it was a very slow, like Degrassi really helped me watching Degrassi <laughs> really pulled me along. Yeah. The, the Paige and Alex storyline was very important to me. Media um, is important. Uh, but yeah, I didn't sleep with a woman until I was 20. And it was a lot of it had to do with like being in Georgia and just mm -hmm. this idea that like almost every like bisexual, pansexual woman that I know in Georgia just ends up marrying a man. I think part of it is just kind of like training. Mm -hmm. Like and. And it's nature nurture shit. Yeah. And I mean, it's also just like men, like they're just so, I feel like there are more men, like they're just more, they're just everywhere. Like it's not even, it's not even like a quality thing. It's just like it's a, a quantity. Plague. Like they're just, <laughs> they're all they around. They won't go away. <laughs> um, Have you found yourself attracted to similar types of women or? Oh my God. The kind of women that I'm attracted to is completely like the women that really, really turn me on are like lesbian doctors and like <laughs> business women. Like I just yeah. like, just like totally together. Like, mm. like, you know, some like, upper where it's like, if we get together, like I'm moving into your beautiful apartment, yeah. like, and I'm cause like mine is shit. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I get so like, just like tall, like really well-dressed women. Like I just fucking lose it. See, that's the thing. That's so interesting. Cause like, I feel like the narrative of girls wanting to like save boys 
is pretty prevalent. Like, you know, I know I a lot is, of women, yeah. but I don't think that's a thing for like women. And at least that I know of, like, I don't know many people who are like, yeah, I want to fix her, you no, know? I mean, definitely like, not from guys and girls, you know? Yeah, no. And like every time that I've had like a flirtation with a woman that I felt like was just as messed up as I was or less, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I want somebody that's more together. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I give off actually fix me vibes. <laughs> no, like I think that that's it. Like, it's like, I want to be fixed. Like I want to be taken care of because yeah. like, I've done a lot of like spent a lot of my life just being like, oh, I'm just going to be really, really patient with him and he's going to mm-hmm. change. Did you do you feel like you um, in high school or middle school um, or even like early college? Do you feel like you were like back pocket like fake girlfriend to a lot of people? Oh like yeah, emotionally? no, I was no, I, I I was I'm still that like up until like very recently, like a couple years ago, I've still been that where it's like I'm the person that you go to about your problems. I'm the person that yeah. you go to when like you're dating my friend and my friend isn't talking to you and you want to know why. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, that was me. Cause I was like, you know, everybody was like, Oh, she's such a good listener. She's so smart. Like, yeah. Ugh. That was always my thing is like, I was always dispensing all of the relationship advice to my crushes who were dating my friends mm. and the whole thing, like the whole joke. And I would joke about it. Cause that was the only way I could like fucking get through that hell was just being like, yeah, you know, of my friends, I am the only person who's never been in a relationship. And yet I give the fucking best relationship advice. Like, and it, and oh I, and God. I did give, give good relationship advice. I'm sure you did. Oh my God. That just reminded me of something. It was oh like near the end of high school and like, you know, it was getting, everybody was like saying their goodbyes and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I like confided to my friends, man, I would really like to have sex. And <laughs> They revealed to me that they had lost their virginities already and that they didn't tell me because they knew that I hadn't and they didn't want me to feel bad. (laughs) Oh my God. Does that, see, like, does that actually help? I don't know. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh my God. Like they should have just told me. And if they would have told me, I would have been like, okay, can you give me some tips? And also can you like find someone that's like willing so that like I can fuck? Cause it doesn't have to be someone perfect. I just would like to like yeah. feel good in my vagina it really doesn't matter who's <laughs> attached just physically that's what i'm looking for that's what i'm looking for yes when i lost my virginity the first friend that i called immediately told me i don't think that was a really good idea rebecca isn't that awful oh my god like 3 30 in the morning and I how was old like, were you i was 16 oh and i was, I was like i mean i felt my but i I grew up in a very, like my mom was very open about sex and shit. And like, she, I remember like her telling me like, Oh yeah, I'd be cool with you having sex when you're like, cause she waited till marriage and was like, absolutely not for you. Don't do that. Um, and like, yeah, she was like, yeah, I'd be cool with you having sex at 16. If like to your boyfriend. And then I ended up not telling her for like a year because I, it wasn't my boyfriend. It was just someone I was like, hooking up with and I felt that she would not understand and it was a very dramatic thing when she found out she was very upset that I lied to her basically that I didn't tell her oh no but uh, we're past it okay well that's good (laughs) she's my best friend it's fine shout out to my mom she's listening my mom listens to my podcast isn't that nice oh my god that's so sweet (laughs) hi Carmen (laughs) so weird to call your mom by your her name you know Mm. um do you feel like you would like wait and have that patience and like, you know, hopeful thing of like, Oh, maybe one day this will happen. Was that just cause like you were so wanting 
a relationship? Did you feel like romantic in a, in, in a sense? Like, oh, yeah, like the story would, in the end will be that he finally realizes. Yeah. And I mean, I would just turn all of my energy into like um, writing and like creating art. So it was mm-hmm. like a good way to like kind of like push my sadness. And when, you know, that wasn't enough, I could listen to, you know, like Fifi Dobson and cry. Should or- we listen to this this song? Just since you brought it up. Oh, sure. So on this podcast, we do love to talk about music that reminds us of those times. So we're just going to dip into one. I had never heard this song. Oh, my God. I've been obsessed with this song for so much okay. of my life. This is called Everything by Fifi Dobson. What is this? 2000 something? 2009? It looks like 2004 because I remember yeah. it was on the soundtrack of um, the movie The Perfect Score about okay. like stealing the SAT questions. And that's so you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing the music video. She's in an SAT. Oh my God. And it's the guy from, what's that guy, that actor's name? Um, I think Chris Evans is in it. I can't remember though. No, the guy from, uh, that was the boyfriend in Sisterhood, the, the like arcade guy from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. This, the and he was a Nick and Nora's influence. That's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're just listening to this, being like, one day, yeah. Who is she? Where'd she go? She's beautiful. I love her. She's a she's a Canadian like okay black then. rock rock pop. When you said artist. Canadian, I was like, absolutely yes. <laughs> like this whole vibe is Canada to me. She's wearing like Avril Lavigne ass like. <laughs> And if you're ready to be my everything, if you're ready to see through this time, and if you're ready for love, then this I will bring. But I'm not gonna wait for you forever. Ooh. Like, except you probably will <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait for at least a very long time. Oh, yes. No, I waited for a long time. But Fifi Duff made me feel like it was like possible to yeah. not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Uh, did you when you finally did get a boyfriend? Did it feel like what you'd waited for? Did no, it, no, no. Was it a real disappointment. Yes. <laughs> In what way? Um. He was just, like, a really terrible person who, like, had... But he was a really terrible person who only liked me. And for a little bit, that made me feel special enough Mm -hmm. to deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was like, oh, well, he doesn't like anyone else. It's like, usually, I learned that usually if a man doesn't like anyone else and only likes you, there's probably something wrong with him. <laughs> hey, that's that's not wrong. That That is a little psycho behavior. Did you feel like you had a crush on him at all, though? Or- oh, my God. I was I was obsessed with him. Okay. Like, I would be like, oh, my God, is he here? Like, we were in the both in the honors program in college. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, an honors, like, clubhouse. And I would just, like, go in and I'd just be like, is he here? Is he coming back? Like, where's he? Like, yeah. it was, uh, I was, I was definitely like in pursuit. Okay. <laughs> so like you do, you reach the goal, but it just ends up being trash. Oh yeah. No, it ended up being trash. Like <laughs> I've really only had, I think maybe like 
two good boyfriends in my life and yeah. i dated a lot of people <laughs> yeah what made them good boyfriends as opposed to like other people you dated um hmm. what do you what do well, you they like were value both, they specifically were, well they were both tauruses which i think is very important okay and, and what's what's a taurus vibe i don't know anything a taurus vibe is kind of like um you know very very focused but like kind of like homebody ish but you know it's not a person that you have to worry about straying at least not with their dick maybe with their mind <laughs> like okay there was just something like steady about them like like kyle is a taurus so mm, okay. um i wonder if the other kyle was also a <laughs> i wonder yeah but you know there was just you know, I felt like protected sometimes like mm -hmm. um, one of one of my exes who I also was engaged to, um, who's also a Taurus. OK, <laughs> um, you know, like we would go to like if we would go out and sometimes if he didn't want to like be social, he would just like like kind of like, you know, to see how much I was drinking, kind of like make sure that I don't drink too much. And, mm -hmm. you know, he would kind of like have a watchful eye without being like intrusive. Yeah. And he would just be like there when I was ready to go. And there was something just like nice about that. Yeah. That's like a, um, like a groundedness. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. I, I, I should probably be seeking that out. I feel like there's, I still have like remnants of adolescent, like, that guy's crazy and I like him. Oh, you know, you, know, you just want to like get on the back of a bike and it's just like, okay. Do you know what's a true story is that once I have done that and I hated how much it worked on me. Oh you my know God. What I mean? No, I've written. So oh it's so stupid. And the guy was like, okay, this is a guy that's probably one of the hottest guys I've ever hooked up with in my entire life. Uh, his name was Tom. Shout out. <laughs> uh, I like met him in Chicago. I actually met him in Miami and but then like went to a party that he was at in Chicago and yeah, it was like, we were flirting all night and he was like, Oh, and it was like, all right, we know what's up where we like want to have sex. This was like the beginning of my time in Chicago too. And I was like feeling truly loco. Also I was like 18. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, it was like, we were walking, we we're going to go back to my place, but then he, he got he came here on this motorcycle so i guess oh i gotta God, go on the back of the motorcycle. motorcycle and i was like absolutely not this is this is terrible i'm not gonna do it it's a death machine and i was like okay fine i'll do it and yeah and then he, he gave me he's like honestly like i don't i don't usually let girls on my bike i'm like shut the fuck up that's absolutely like, that's a fucking wow line. just such a, a such a hot line yeah like, <laughs> I knew it, but I was like, no, this is hot. He's hot. This is cool. I feel like a girl. You I know? feel like if I, when I graduated, if I hadn't gone to like undergrad in Georgia and I'd gone to like undergrad in like a bigger city, I probably would have been on many a motorcycle, but yeah. I was, but I was in, but I was in. Well, yeah, you love a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like when you started being like a sexual person, it was like, because I feel like it's hard when you grow up super horny and you have like an expectation about sexuality and then it actually happens to oh, you. Oh yeah, my first time was like miserable. Like I hated yeah, it. Yeah, I mean like whose is good, you know? Yeah. Like at least for women, I, you know, in a general sense, not to generalize, but like. The first, eh. the first good sex that I ever had was in like a rumpus room kind of area <laughs> where there was like a bar and there was like a like an inside putting green like it was like made for men to like party and there were like leather Shit. couches and we were just like on like the synthetic grass on the floor <laughs> you never know what's gonna do it and for it you. was 
it was fantastic. Did you feel like disappointed by sex though? Or like for a while I was, and then I started having good sex and I was like, Oh, like I, I basically had to learn like having a lot of sex doesn't necessarily make it good. And that I could like think about like who can actually, you know, get me there. Well, like, Oh my God. When I, the first time I had a woman eat me out, it was like a whole other world. I was like, (laughs) like this is this is how it's supposed to be done yeah you know um i just mentioned this actually on my my other one of my other podcasts but like when i was taught sex ed Mm -hmm. um it was by like very horny christian women so they were just like you can do anything (laughs) that you want you can be as crazy as you want with your husband like once you're married like you can just like that's an angle for (laughs) sure like it was just like just came in just like i swear this woman just came in wet and was just like was just like thinking about her husband (laughs) and i was just like you know what more power to her like she really wants to fuck her husband but i realized that like (laughs) um, that's beautiful I realized that like I kind of started um, even when I wasn't dating someone, if I was like having consistent sex with someone, like I would try to like experiment a lot. Just like, what do we like this? Do we like this? We're going to mm-hmm. try this. Like I kind of like turned like I kind of like made sex intimate by being like, no, but like, how can we improve this? Like instead of uh-huh. just like instead of just like a, a hookup, like, can we just like have something that like feels really good like can we can we workshop a lot of confidence to do well yeah i guess i have that (laughs) do you feel like do you feel that you were always confident or was it like a fake it to you make it type situation i mean it was like a fake it to you make well like because dating in um in augusta georgia where i'm from from is like such a hellscape yeah like my my approach to like sex and dating was to just like walk up to people that i did not know Mm -hmm. flirt with them and just be like do you want to do you want to go home together like so i kind of like i pushed myself to do that because i was tired of my options so i started to like widen my net just by being really (laughs) aggressive you're very proactive yeah (laughs) when you were like um you know when you realized that you were attracted to women and everything did you ever did you like mostly repress that when you were younger? I mostly, your... I mostly repressed that. I repressed yeah. that for a really long time. And do your, do your parents know like now? Oh yeah. I think everyone knows now. Did, was it like, did you officially like come out, et cetera to I them? Did. Well, like I, no, I, I was just like, Hey, I also like to fuck women. Like I just said it. Like I never actually like came out. I always felt like, because I was like pansexual, bisexual. I always mm-hmm. felt like I didn't, I never wanted to take up a lot of space in that community and kind mm-hmm. of like in a lot of the drama of all that. Of course I did feel drama like in my, within myself, but I never felt like I wanted to like push that out there. I mean, yeah. it also parted like I have a younger brother who is trans. So that was like a way bigger deal in my family than like, you're like me also like aside. me like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give that space. So like, no, it was never like a huge thing. I mean, the only time that it really kind of like caused me trouble was like, you know, I don't want to get too much into like lesbians, but there's like mm-hmm. a whole lot of <laughs> stuff where like, if you've ever like had a dick inside you, like lesbians can be really weird about that sometimes. It's like some weird, like gay purity cultured. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. And there's just like, I don't know. Like, it's, so that's really irritating. So, yeah. I mean, part of it was just that like, lesbians didn't really take me seriously and then other bisexual women in the area were just like with men and so it was just like this weird like okay and like we wouldn't date each other even though i tried like i 
yeah. actively pursued like bisexual like women friends of mine and they just ended up like marrying dudes who are perfectly nice so i was just like fine <laughs> <laughs> do you still feel romantic now that you are like you know engaged and like yeah on a path i'm i'm a very romantic person i mean the bad romance podcast like gives me an excuse to watch a romantic movie a week and whether it's bad or good i need that (laughs) yeah what's your favorite like aspect of romance like in the in your real life like do you like do you like it like receiving a gesture giving a gesture like what's your what's your romantic vibe in real life i mean i don't know is that like too like <laughs> intimate of a question i don't um, know my romantic or like vibe. or like as it as it relates to how you might have been longing when you were younger you know like what's the thing that you feel like oh if if young me only knew like how i get to be in this relationship you know um i guess um if young me only knew that um i i mean a a thing that's different about me that uh that really came into kind of like falling in love and also like getting to know my body is that i consider myself a way more desirable person Mm -hmm. than i did before and i think a lot of that comes with you know like being in love not that like my desirability is connected to how kyle feels about me but like whenever it's like like whenever we like fight or something like i feel differently than i did when i was younger where i'd be worried oh no it's all gonna fall apart and Mm -hmm. now i'm just like i'm hot i'm great he should apologize to me (laughs) (laughs) wow that's beautiful yeah so i mean that's that's kind of what it is like i know there's some kind of like i feel like a certain level of kind of like power in my romance where i was just like this person worships my body (laughs) that's sick and like i fucking love that and i'm also like not gonna accept any less than that and that is romantic like in such a big way you know yeah it's not just it's not just sex shit you know no like it's like i feel like i don't know i feel like i've gotten like a better handle on my own confidence in that way because i think like you know i was very like confident in terms of like trying to get someone into bed and like whatever Mm -hmm. but like after that like i'd be like a fucking wreck whereas like now i'm just i just realized that like i am the catch and they are lucky to have me yeah (laughs) which is like a very recent development i'm trying to get into that vibe more of just like you know like fuck fuck you i'm cool like why am i groveling at your feet i'm fucking cool yeah i mean and you have to be and also you're like beautiful i mean that's kind of like when when any of my friends like have any (laughs) have any like like i'll come out like i'm the girlfriend where we all go out we all have drinks and somebody's telling me about some dumb shit that a boy is doing and i was just like you're beautiful you're sexy he should be groveling at your feet like what is going on Yeah, well, hopefully my little my my one little crush. I think he thinks I'm very pretty and nice. I, mean, <laughs> I think you are he thinks I'm cool. nice. Thank you, <laughs> everyone. Um, tweet me if you think I'm pretty and nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been so much fun. Thank you, like, so much for coming on the show. Love to be here. Would you like to talk about me, or is there anything else you want to say about like your childhood crushes? Like, um, any any like you don't have to have a button on it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's one crush that I actually didn't mention. I was really into this boy named Karin Siraj. 
And okay. like he like is close to Kyle. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> you know, like very smart, just like beautiful face. Just he also like when did you have a crush on this person? Um, this was a while ago, actually. Oh no, no, Karin isn't the one that I'm thinking about. Even though I did have a big crush on Karin, and I was sad when he asked somebody else to prom. But anyway, that is no, sad. not him. But he, yeah, he also was beautiful. But I also had this huge crush on this boy named Osama, who like would like he would like in high school. Yes, and okay. he would like rap, and he cool. was like super cute, and he was like super intelligent, and I. Oh my God. He was just like the living end. And I kind of hope that wherever Osama is, he is, he you know, knows. he knows how hot he is. He knows yeah. how great he is and how like, I loved his freestyle about the Odyssey. I really did. <laughs> Don't you love a creative project? Oh my God. <laughs> People yeah. really show who they are. Did you, do you feel like you, um, like, did you did you try with every crush you had or did you I like I did like I but I was kind of like an orbit person like I was like I'm gonna put myself in this person's orbit and then they're gonna yeah. notice me it's powerful like, I, wish, I wish I would have tried harder but I did actually I think like ask out Osama and he said that he could only be with a girl that was Muslim and I was like that's fair what a great I mean <laughs> I was just like listen respect absolutely no, respect. I no I totally respect him <laughs> and I hope that he met a nice Muslim girl because he's fantastic he's I a mean, beautiful man osama if you're listening tweet us let us know (laughs) your marital status (laughs) i yeah that's that orbit thing is definitely i i relate to that there was a lot of things where i was like oh that hot guy is in that friend group cool so i will find my way into that friend group and i mostly did (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) yeah i mean i spent a lot of time with osama and like you know it was beautiful time was time well spent (laughs) good as long as you there's no regrets no 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 regrets i you know once again i hope you're doing well So on this show, before we wrap things up, we like to talk about some music. So obviously, we talked about the Phoebe Dobson song, Everything. You also sent me some very good picks. Um, First, I have, well, that was that one. Then I have the Pixies, Hey, which should we listen to it for a minute? Yeah, I will. Oh, man, I love Hey. Because this is also a thing that I recently, um, oh, my God, is it playing? Okay, there we go. I recently realized I also listened to this fucking album like repeat freshman, oh, yeah. sophomore year of high school. I didn't hear. I heard this song for the first know. time when it played and Zach and Miri make a porno. I, okay. I loved that movie. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's fun. Hey. Were you like artsy, like edgy girl? Yes. Cool. <laughs> so you're like, I like alt music and I know about the Pixies. Yes. Yes, I was. If you go, I will surely die. And 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 you're and you're like I don't just know Pixies from like Fight Club. I actually know Pixies from other stuff. Oh no, I don't. I don't listen to Where Is My Mind. I put a moratorium you, on that. You have to skip it every time. Oh yeah, I do. It's like whenever I listen to Black, Back to Black, like I can't listen to Rehab. It's too much in there of course yeah i mean but rehab, it does make me sad it's a great rehab song. is one of those songs where it's like you think okay it was really popular it's probably not as good as you remember and then you listen to it it's like no it really is that good rehab is, is really a good. fantastic song it does just make me sad though i loved it, her yeah. so much i was she here for halloween voice. when i was like 13 isn't that oh inappropriate God, that's, no that's so cute <laughs> and like a fake cigarette and fake like tattoos it's just really chill 
Um, so I love this pick and I relate to it. And I feel like we would have been friends in high school from these picks just oh, alone. Because yeah. in high school, sometimes you're only the music that you listen to. You know? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely was. <laughs> Next song I have is No Doubt Running. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. Oh, man. Yes. It played the very last episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where she where she runs out on her wedding and gets on Harvey's motorcycle. This song plays. Oh, my God. Were you, like, totally pop culture yes crazed yes she's so beautiful it honestly takes my breath away every time i see her in a music video she's she's really gorgeous it's really shame that she's with such an ugly man (laughs) i hate him so much (laughs) don't you want to know what a day in the life is with them though oh my god i'm sure it's disgusting like (laughs) i have this feeling that like gwen stefani like just has terrible taste in men and she's gonna be like 50 and then she's gonna be like oh shit wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) oh they're like on a beach in slow motion in film so beautiful put on my glasses for this oh yeah they're playing don't you love when a band plays on the beach oh yes do you watch the news, Sabrina? I try to, but it's it's doing too much for me. It's got yeah. too much juice for me. Yeah, I like. Don't think I even. I think I went like thirty seconds in, and I was like, actually, I'm okay. <laughs> actually, I don't. It's need. also just like too childish to be horny, and it's like if you're gonna be doing all this, at least be horny, and it's mm. like not as horny as it should be. Have you seen the most horny teen show? That's Riverdale. Well, not Riverdale. I mean, I st- are you still watching? You, you are still watching Riverdale. No, I'm not still no. watching Riverdale. Okay. <laughs> Someone else is still watching. I mean, there are, there are people on my timeline that are watching Riverdale too. People still. people are very into that show. I want to know like the plot points, but I can't get back into it. I just can't. I'm an original Archie comics girl, so, so Riverdale is very disconcerting for did me. you did you ever watch it did you watch like the first yeah I'm, I'm trying like i think i'm still working my way through the second season but i get so irritated by every episode that i just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get so then mad maybe you're okay maybe okay you so what's the to. horniest teen show um have you seen elite elite no elite is the it's on netflix it's like a spanish like spain spanish show it's yeah. like subtitled um uh if you don't know espanol and it's like it's like horny and there's like a murder and but it's also like okay i know that these actors are like in their early 20s but you're you're like fully it's like tits oh my like first episode i was like okay i'm shocked and i'm supposed to know that they're teens and it's like like they're oh my god euphoria is all about fucking by the way yeah i know i gotta watch also i love jeremy o'harris and he's involved so Mm. Um, but yeah, Ali is fucking loco. I do love it. Season two coming out soon. I think you should. It's like, it's kooky. All right. The last song that you sent me is, and I'm just so glad that the boys are back in town with this one. Oh my God. We got a fallout boy. Oh yeah. Well, and it's the classic. It's, it is the classic. Oh my God. Were you a big FOB fan? Like in general? I was a huge FOB fan. I love them so... I was talking about them last week. They're the best. They're like my... Me and my best friend screaming windows down. Oh, yeah. Situation. It's great screaming music. I 
always thought the guy in this video was really cute too with the antlers. I also just like changed the gender pronouns. Like, <laughs> so if they're talking about a girl and I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm gonna just think about a guy. Cool. <laughs> I love Patrick Stump. I also think he's so cute. Anything you wanna hear, that's just who I am this week. Lie in the grass next to the mausoleum. There's nothing like this today. People don't get it. <laughs> these days. Just like, just the energy. Like nothing yeah. really matches it. A lot of music, especially like pop rock music, is so low energy these days. Yeah, yeah. They need to be singing good too. We're going down, down in the early around. And sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be your number one with a bullet. A loaded gun complex, cocking and bullet. I love all of the different versions of these lyrics I did when oh, I was yeah. like, cut a book. Really throwing it all out there. Oh, yeah, <sighs> man. Yeah, the absolute was, fucking best. I was really into, like, <laughs> what? I. I was really into Folly Adu, which I know that a lot of people don't like that album, and I don't know what they're talking Listen, about. Listen, I love. I, I have to revisit it. It's been a really long time. I just remember everyone hated it, and I was just like, "What?" No, I'm a real Infinity bitch, but I really love and all of it. I even listen to fucking Save Rock and Roll. I listen oh to my it god, you do? I never listen to that. I might, no, I might I give listen. that a spin. Okay. There's a couple that are bangers. Okay, on that one, I I, promise. I'll give that a spin. <laughs> like, I feel like the only band. That's like still big. That's left like this is Paramore. <laughs> I mean, that's the lasting power of uh, of Haley. I mean, and Haley's an amazing talent. I, re I, re I recently re-listened to that album, um, Riot. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that fucking opening song for a pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic, is like one of the top op album openers I think of all time. I think it's so good. Okay. Man, <laughs> I gotta re-listen to that. Re-listen to it, honestly. I mean, just like that song is like, alright, welcome to an album, you know? <laughs> <sighs> well, Jordan, thank you so much. Jordan, I, not Jordan, Jordan. It's okay. <sighs> I was doing so I'm well. I'm so glad to be on the show. This it's was great. Really what, what would you like to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at J-O-U-R- D-A-Y-E-N <laughs> Like I forgot J-O-U-R D-A-Y-E-N um, You can um, Listen to the podcast Bad Romance Pod Yes uh, I got a Patreon At Jordan Searles Bad Romance is a Patreon At Bad Romance Pod um, I'm all over the place You can see If you're in New York You can see me doing comedy I've got some shows coming up and, and you'll tweet about it. Yeah, and I'll tweet about sure. it. And you can read my writing. I wrote a lot for Bitch Media, but I write for other places too. But my stuff in Bitch is very fun, so. <laughs> Check it out. Wow. Perfect timing. Bye. Bye.